0: This podcast is intended for mature audiences and could be sensitive to some. Listener discretion is advised. The content you'll hear is based on our own experiences, opinions, and recollections.
1: We worked as forensic scientists and investigated thousands of crime scenes between the three of us. We went to burglaries, homicides, and everything in between. If there was evidence to collect or document, we were your gals. All names and locations,
2: including ours... Have been left out or changed to protect the privacy of those involved. If you do know or learn these details, please be respectful to all involved and keep the information private.
1: Incident Assigned CSI Dexter Forensic Files, The First 48, NCIS, Bones, Criminal Minds, Have you ever dreamed about solving a murder? Wondered what it would be like to walk under the yellow tape and immerse yourself in the scene of a crime? Imagined how it would feel to search for clues, collect evidence, and identify a killer? Well, we've done it for a combined total of over 28 years.
2: We've seen it all, done it all, been through it all, and come out the other side. We're ready to tell you all about our craziest scenes, scariest moments, funniest crime scene bloopers, and everything you want to know about what really happened behind the yellow tape.
0: Hello. Well, hello. Hi. hi. Welcome to Incident Assigned. We are the yellow tape trio. We We are so happy to be here. The three of us were forensic scientists who responded to crime scenes day and night.
2: For years. All day. All night. Day and night and day and night. <laughs> our lab, we responded to crime scenes 24-7 between three shifts. And we would get called out by police officers and folks at the crime scene. And notified by a computer that we had in our lab with the infamous or possibly anxiety-provoking words. Sometimes. Incident assigned. Chills thus that like inspiring the name of this podcast yeah.
1: <laughs> it's near and dear to our
2: heart
0: incident assigned
2: those words just burned into your brain
1: <laughs> just like waiting anticipation for that. them in your sleep
0: you're sitting so peacefully and then all of a sudden incident assigned
1: or you know it's coming because you saw it out there and you saw all the notes and you're just waiting <laughs> waiting
2: kind of hellscape is waiting for us <laughs>
1: Everyone always has their favorite crime scene shows because we all know that we love some good true crime. That's why we're here, right? But lots of people talk about true crime, but we are here to tell you how we lived true crime. In this episode, we're going to tell you who we are and how we got here. So let's play it. Play it. Let's go. We jokingly called ourselves the
0: Forensic Dream Team. Three bright, talented, and, of course, with no bias at all here, completely awesome gals who worked together, completely in sync and finishing each other's sentences. Bonding together over 4 a.m. crime scenes, we worked the overnight shift and became each other's support systems and second family. Each of us was an extension of the other, and the forensic family we had was incredibly special, knowing that few people outside that group would completely understand what we've gone through. Whether it was exhausted mishaps in the middle of the night or emotional tsunamis of death and sadness. We are forever bonded to each other and all our fellow forensic scientists through those moments.
2: Through all the unknowns, we were up for the challenge and knew we could handle anything. It was a really great time, but it was also a really tough time. We took on this crazy roller coaster of a job with grit, determination, confidence, and a whole lot of emotion. Our passion and drive could not have been higher. We will fill you in about our highs, lows, moments of sheer excitement, and moments of complete frustration. We hope to have you laughing, crying, and in utter awe. So come along with us as we relive the good old days and find comfort in remembering the good, the bad, and the bloody.
1: We will be telling you our first hand experiences, opinions, and memories, but want to assure you that those opinions come from years of training, experience, and expertise. Between the three of us, We have degrees in forensic science, biology, chemistry, criminal justice, and criminology. Our areas of expertise were in crime scene investigation and fingerprint examination, with some additional specialization in bloodstain pattern analysis and taser evidence. We worked at an accredited crime lab and were certified in crime scene investigation and latent print examination through the International Association for Identification, known as the IAI, which is held very highly in the forensic science community.
0: We all started down this windy road of crime scene investigation early on in our careers and grew immensely as people, friends, coworkers, and scientists along the way. While we no longer practice forensic science or get to hang out at crime scenes in the middle of the night, we are incredibly proud of the accomplishments we have had and feel honored to have served the victims and communities we worked in. People are always shocked to hear what we did for a job, and everyone asks for our crazy stories. We love sharing our stories, and we really do have a passion for mysteries, solving crimes, and holding people accountable. We loved speaking for victims who couldn't speak for themselves.
2: I think maybe we should probably talk next about how we all kind of got into this, like our, our life before the crime lab that got us to the crime lab. Yeah, what was our path? To see your beautiful faces
1: to be together.
0: (laughs) What got us investigating crimes here under the light of the moon?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I will kick this off and go first. I have always been a curious person and was an extremely curious child. All kids ask the question why, but my parents said that I asked the why's that the other kids weren't asking. I wanted to know how things worked, why they worked that way. I would either You know, investigate a little myself and figure it out, or I would ask questions and wasn't afraid to learn new things. I've also always loved puzzles and still love puzzles today. I started college and started on the nursing path. And then I took a human anatomy class with human cadavers, which really piqued my interest. So I started looking at medical school and maybe to become a medical examiner or investigator. At the time, I was really into the show Crossing Jordan, which I'm not sure how many people know about that one. It's a oldie, but one of my faves. She was a medical examiner that went out to crime scenes, and then my school started a forensic science program, so I just jumped on board with that and got my bachelor's in forensic science. I later helped embalm bodies, so I volunteered at a funeral home to help with that to get some exposure and Then I took my first job in forensic science, and it was all I ever wanted more- the best decision ever. It was great. People ask how I did it, and it's just or how we do it. And love being able to speak for those victims, like we've said before, um, who can't speak for themselves and hold people accountable. And let's be honest, it's also fascinating.
0: I feel like you have some good stories from embalming bodies over there.
1: Yeah, I did it for a short time, and then I got my job. I was uh, okay being done with that. It was a lot of elderly.
0: You might have to tell us some funny funeral home stories, if you have any good ones.
1: <laughs> no funny ones. I also worked at the funeral home. You middle guys, of the night. Love to walk mm-hmm. together. Yeah, would wake up and get a call, and I'm like, oh, this is what it's gonna be like, and that's what it was like. Because don't you have to like night.
0: pull the blood out first, and then,
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: you guys are telling me all about it. Yeah, give me the deets.
1: They had to involve someone. so
2: many like little details that you could tell you about mm-hmm.
1: and make them look funeral ready. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so many things. Expert makeup artist. Yeah, I didn't do that part. Just uh, bathe, then you bathe the body, oh. and yeah, I'm sure Depending there's so many. Condition,
0: funeral home owners and employees that have some really cool stories yeah. too for sure all right I kind of I started off in college You know, I thought I was gonna go into business and I thought I was gonna go I was pre-med for a little while and jumped around because who really knows what you're gonna do um, this wasn't something that I had a passion for super early on in life I always liked puzzles too just like that but it was more for me Freshman year of college, I took a criminology class as a, gen ed class, a general education ed class, and I just fell in love with it. I thought it was so intriguing. It was so interesting. And then after that, I decided this is what I want to go into. I want to go into something with crime, something with the justice system. So I ended up changing my bachelor's degree and got my degree in criminology uh, and a minor in chemistry. And I worked in a jail right out of college for about three years. And while I was at the jail, I finished my, my second degree in chemistry. So I turned it from a minor into a major so that I could move on to a crime lab later. Um, so spent three years in the jail dodging poop and fighting people <laughs> and, you know,
1: Can't imagine. Even though we did this, I can't imagine that. <laughs> Just gross.
0: Seeing a little, you know, there's nothing like having a little poop figurine made in your likeness. There's just nothing better than that with the hair and everything. Mm-hmm. It's pretty Im- it was beautiful. Pretty impressive. Yeah. All yeah. the d-
1: detail. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep.
0: So then finished my chemistry degree. Then I moved over, saw an opening for a crime lab position and applied and was hired. And then I really discovered my love for solving problems, being investigative, and getting to the bottom of all the things.
1: When new people came in, we always sent you to talk to them because you were the Inquisition and you would get, you're the question master. So find out all the things.
0: Yeah, very
2: fitting. Go in, learn all the things. Yeah,
1: come back. Tell us their whole life story.
2: Yes, for sure. Ah, For me, I knew what I wanted to do for sure from a super young age, maybe seventh grade. I truly believe that my interest in forensic science started because of my mom. So she... Was and still is super fascinated by true crime. I remember vividly watching OJ speed down the
1: freeway. Speed, and speed slowly. Speed and slowly. <laughs> Please, Chase. Not high speed, though.
2: Right? Down that highway on the TV while my mom was like folding laundry one day. And from that moment, I mean, not the specific OJ moment, but like the culmination of all these these events with being exposed to it I was like yep forensic science is what I want to do so I set my mind to it I took some classes in high school even and I found the one university in the state that offered a forensic science program and I said yep I'm gonna go there I literally didn't apply anywhere else I was like okay this is where I'm gonna go all your eggs in one basket yeah that's I was Doing like it. there we go <laughs> <laughs> so thank goodness I got in and originally, I was on the pre med track. I wanted to be a medical examiner for sure.
1: That's funny, like, that without
2: a doubt. All of us started that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like that's kind of what you, you think of when you're first coming into forensic science. You're like, oh, crime scenes, but that must translate to medical examiner. Right. right? It's either
1: a cop or like homicide investigator or right. medical examiner or yeah. medical detective or whatever.
2: Yeah. So, in my undergrad, I did an internship with the medical examiner, and I was like, oh, no, thank you. (laughs) I don't, I can't, it was so interesting, but I could not do that every day. So, I I fell in love more with like the investigation piece, like being the medical examiner investigator. Um, So, I ended up interning at a couple crime labs during my undergrad, and I went to the public defender's office and did an investigation internship there. And I was like, yes so interesting to collect the evidence and try to piece things together so i went that route in undergrad i have a degree in biology and criminal justice with a forensic science certificate then i immediately went on to grad school and i have a uh, master's in forensic science and i was part of like a cold case investigation unit there just like always loving the investigation and all that just really solidified the love for what I wanted to do and set out to find my dream job. Now, it took a hot minute. I worked at a couple other places first, like general like health labs and things of that nature. But I finally got that dream job. And I worked there with these lovely ladies. So that's kind of how we fell into this. For sure. All (laughs) met.
0: Should we give him a little preview? Maybe tell them kind of what this podcast is all about. Maybe some of our most memorable crime scenes. We're going to share all kinds of things. Not only some of our most memorable crime scenes, but some of the crazy, funny, silly, odd, random things that happen on crime scenes too.
1: All the good stuff.
0: All the good stuff. Do you want to know anything that happened behind that yellow tape? Good, bad, funny Awful. Ugly. Ugly. <laughs> we will tell you all of it.
1: Just so. subscribe and you'll hear all of the good stuff.
0: All of them. <laughs> so some of our favorite, memorable, maybe least favorite. more, Most favorite, least favorite. Favorite's a
2: strong word. I feel like interesting
1: maybe. Most memorable. <laughs> most memorable. Yes, yes. For all sorts of different reasons. But most memorable. So we each picked a few here. But mine, one of them was a blood trail that was on a roof. Two guys. Three Knives, 200 Wounds, Who Did What, and Bearcats and Gas Masks, An Evening Filled with Fun. Dun, dun, dun,
2: dun, dun. For me, this one will never leave my brain, ever, Um, but The Beheaded Bodies. Another one is uh, Bringing a Gun to a Girl Fight, and Mother-Daughter Near Escape. Mm. Stay tuned.
0: (laughs) Some of my favorites were Dumpster Body, We Have a a Dismemberment, and Getting Shot on a Bike Ride, things that you just will never forget in your life. And not necessarily because of the victim or the suspect or the scene, but just the circumstances behind what happened there, right? Something happened while we were on scene that just stuck out and you'll never forget that one instant in time.
1: One memory, one image in your head, one experience, something. Mm
0: -hmm. That you'll only know if you were there. Yep. Yep, exactly. It could be a smell. It could be a statement. It could be something you saw briefly. Just those random things stick in your mind and make scenes more memorable than others.
1: Yep, all those experiences. Well, that is episode one. Thanks for listening. We hope that you learned a little bit about us and how and why we got here. Yeah, go catch
0: our first crime scene story over on episode two. It's ready for you right now.
2: So exciting. And go find us on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks.
1: Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Incident Assigned, the Yellow Tape Trio. Please follow and subscribe to our podcast and don't forget to rate and review us. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Incident Assigned, the Yellow Tape Trio.
0: If you have questions, comments, or would like to share your own stories from behind the yellow tape, check out our website, yellowtapetrio.com, or email us at hello at yellowtapetrio.com. We would love to hear from you.
2: While you're on our website, don't forget to swing by our merch shop and pick up some goodies. Don't miss our next episode where we dig into some more exciting crime scenes because every scene has a story.